new singles only podcast. My name is Paul Farver. On tonight's episode, we have all the way from Los Angeles, comedian Tehran. If you haven't already, please, please subscribe to the website. It helps so much to get our numbers up. Review us. Tell your friends. I do appreciate all you guys listening, and it's getting awesome that everyone is sharing and telling us their own stories. Uh, email me if you have your own stories or if you have guests that you think I should be having. Also, check out the new YouTube page I have. It has uh, some of the episodes of Singles Only. We're going to do some live ones, too. Uh, if you just go to uh, youtube.com backslash Paul F. Comedy. Check out my website, too, paulfcomedy.com to see my upcoming shows, see where I'm going to be. And most importantly, please, please, please check out our sponsors. Listen, I told you I had a special treat for... Listeners, loyal listeners of the show, Singles Only. And here it is. You heard me talk about the book Perfect Pain, which is a memoir by my friend Param Parastron. It's an awesome book about his journey, his life journey of how he had this perfect life on paper, family, successful career, money, everything. But he had an underlying pain that he didn't address. And this book addresses that. It addresses his life in an amazing way. He had such a cool life, um, and he had some personal demons that he struggled with. And through therapy, he conquers that. It's a great book. I don't want to ruin it for you guys. Read it, perfectpain.com. But here's what I'm going to do. I talked to the author, Param Parastron, and he is going to let me give away a book every week. Here's what you have to do to get a free book. Subscribe to the podcast and give us a review. Once you've given us a review, five-star review, um, message me and tell me you did it, and I'm going to send you the book. Once, one a week, we're going to do this until we run out of books. I've got 22 to give away, it sounds like. So perfectpain.com if you want to buy the book, available on Amazon and available in auto, audiobook too. But if you are a listener of this podcast, all you got to do is review this podcast and then message me and say, hey, I reviewed it, or if there's a way to contact you, I'll figure it out. Um, and you're going to get a book sent to you. You don't even have to leave your house. You're going to get a free book. Once a week, I'm doing this for the book Perfect Pain by Param Parastron. It's a great book. I want everyone to read it. I want to make this a bestseller and get the the far of our bump, the singles only bump. So buy it today or give us a review and get your free copy. And when you like it, don't lend it to other people. Make them buy it too because it supports this author and this journey. It's Perfect time for pain, another edition palm, of extra. Singles Only Podcast. My name is Paul Farvar. We have no adult supervision because I'm out here in Los Angeles with my dear friend, very funny, very single comedian, Tehran. Hey, Tehran. You sound so unenthusiastic. I am enthusiastic. We've been trying to get you down here. Yeah. For- Yo, you've been treating me like I was an A-lister and you're like, Please do the show, and it's just you are an A lister. You're you're no, a big deal in no, my book. No, 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 no. We just we just watched Chris D'Elia crush downstairs. He did crush, and even he's not on the A list. Like that's Hollywood is one of those towns <laughs> where it hurts your heart. Well, it's fun. It's funny for me because in Chicago, you know, we we all think of all these anyone that's on uh, the the lineups at Comedy Store or Laugh Factory are considered a listers. No, us. listen, that's the that's the crazy thing when you're in these these rooms when you're at the cellar in New York when you're in Laugh Factory in L.A. You're talking about Chappelle, 
Right. Right? You're talking about even even Kevin Hart's not at Chappelle level. Right. So Kevin Hart is under Chappelle level. And then under Kevin Hart, then you're still talking in this Dane Cook category. And then you're still talking the Bill Burrs. And then you're talking the Dalias. And then you're talking way down there. Then you get to little old me, possibly. I'm not the captain of the ship. I don't even know if I'm on the ship half the time. You have I'm, your own ship. You have your own boat. I mean, that There's sounds oars. great. Hollywood hurts your heart, bro. You <laughs> know, you're doing singles only. This like yeah, relationship yeah. bullshit. So I get it, right? Uh, no, no, no. I understand because we just witnessed a sold out show at the Laugh Factory. Yes. And, and Chris Lee, a crush. It hurts your heart. I agree with you. It, you it see, hurts yeah. your heart because you're like, how much... You know, you know the conversations that I've had in the lobby of the Laugh Factory that just destroy you because legends are telling you how Hollywood has never given them a chance, and you're like, "What are we bro, doing? What am I doing? <laughs> no, I know what you're doing. You live in the hills. Like, what am I doing? Right? <laughs> well, speaking of A-lister status, has why are you single? Whatever list you're on, that was your transition. Yeah, speaking fucking, of A-lister, I'm trying to get you off the, it was transit. the yeah. You were getting me off of the suicide watch that I was yeah. on a second ago. Try, you're like, still. I mean, listen. I, I did your show on a Monday. This place was packed to the gills. Uh, and then uh, every time I've done your show, you know, you know, fifty to seventy percent of the crowd that's out there. Yeah, of course. I build a. I build a brand. It's I, an empire. The crowd is there to see me. And then I have the show because they just know the show is going to be good. And yes, that it's is a great show. You always have great lineups. You had uh, guests popping in. I'm not doing right. stadiums. And that's where, and it's really, and this is why I was connecting it to relationships because people don't realize when you go into an audition, think about like when you meet a girl and then you get her number and you think everything's going to go good and you get ghosted. That's what auditions are. You go in <laughs> you, you and they go and they even tell you like, oh my God, that was great. That was Oh, that was great. Yeah. And you, then you just never hear from them but every on, day. But on the flip side, have you ever had a situation where you're like, oh, that fucking sucked? And then you get a call? No. Really? Never. That's funny. I, 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 I don't even even the time that there's a there are a couple shows that they wrote something for me. And they didn't call. They gave it to another Tehran. <laughs> nah, but real, realistically, you like saw the episode. It's a guy. Like, that's exactly. one of the thing. Yeah, a hundred percent. I that has happened to me actually. Do you ever see the parts that but you've no. auditioned for, and then you're like, that you see the commercial, you're like, oh, I fucking, I was supposed to be that guy. No, 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 because I haven't done any commercial auditions. Oh, really? Okay, that's the craziest part. However, I have seen that happen on a couple Netflix shows that I was supposed to be on. Thankfully, I get a lot of things. Either if I audition for them or more importantly, when they just give them to me, that is, that is where you get to. That's when you know, yes, I'm E-list, but that's when, that's the start is they start giving you parts. They want you in the stuff. They feel like there's some growth potential there. That's and that's, that's why I'm like, it's a relationship. Being in this business is a relationship. And that goes back to what you asked me. Why am I single? Because so- I'm in this business. That's why a lot of people who are in this business, entertainment business, whatever you want to call it are single. Even if they're with someone, they're still kind of single. But more importantly, it's not a coincidence that George Clooney gets married at 50. What, right. you think he wasn't good looking at 25? I agree with you. I know, I, and I, we say that a lot on the podcast. Look, you're more, you're one of those people that are more driven than me in the sense that I see you hustling, working your ass off to create this brand and, and your comedy and everything. And you told me, I think years ago, you're like, 
ah, no, I'm not going to have time for a relationship because you are, you're a hundred percent in into this. Into yeah. I mean, this is field. my, this is, this is it. So it's not even like I don't have time for a relationship. I don't have time for the bullshit that comes with a relationship. And I'll explain what, what mean? I mean. Yeah. I'm at a place in my life where I don't have time the want or the need to answer to somebody. And unfortunately, a lot of times when you're in a relationship, you do, that comes up and you should because there is someone you are also now accountable for. You have a partner and you should be able to communicate with your right. partner. But right now, I'm my only partner. Like I am Bay. I am all that. Like <laughs> I, I don't have the time to explain, well, oh, where were you last night? I was X, Y, Z. Yo, I just need to be where I need to be. That's it's funny. I was talking to a comedian in the hallway who is married with kids, and he's like, he was just here because he wanted to get out of the house. He's like, uh, he's like, I just had to explain to my wife why I had to leave to just go hang out, and I, I don't have time for that. And right. he's an established comedian, very. So he's yeah. made it, and now he has the time to do that. I'm not, I, I'm not even close to the concept of making it. Well, when was the last time you had someone that you called Bay? Uh, Real realistically, I've always been Bay, but. <laughs> Well, last probably time why it- we broke up. But I've had relationships. I I dated someone pretty exclusively through college. I had another person that I dated through basically through law school. I, I've had relationships. What What's the longest relationship you've had as an adult? Don't include like high school shit. Probably three and a half to four years. That's a long time. That's a long time. Okay, and so- they put up with a lot. But yes, that's a long time. But that was before you were all in on comedy, or no? That was definitely before I was all all See. in. Yeah, hundred percent. And what's the longest you've had since you've become a full-time comedian? That that's just <laughs> two, three shrug, months. Shrug your mind. Shrug. Not e- not even a relationship where you can call it. Like this. Honestly, a lot of times, whoever I'm talking to is the person who's making all the sacrifices. Right. They need to be they on my time. They are doing things, and, and a lot of these girls are so great that they're actually willing to try it at least and i do not fault any girl that's just like yo you're not you're not doing all the things i want done and i'm like you're right i don't have time but you knew that going in they knew that going in right? sure but it's different knowing something and knowing something are two different things yes they sounded like the exact same word i get it but i know what you mean the concept is you think you know but you have no idea Right. They don't know how much work is involved in what you're doing and why you have to be up every every night you're going up. Every night. Every night. You know, I get mad at my friends or people who who are like, hey, uh, can we come to your show tomorrow night? Sure. What are you doing before your show? Another show. Like, (laughs) that's not just the only show that I have. Yeah. Or they'll be like, hey, let's hang out. Yo, this Friday, I'm busy. Doing what? Shows. Yeah, it's it's constant, and and you have another level that's interesting too. Is you don't you don't drink? I don't drink, and you've never drank, right? I've never drank. I've never smoked. I've never done drugs. I'm very straight edge. People are like, oh, is it religious? No. Is it is it like something happened to you? Did your dad abuse you? No. <laughs> you had a very Was your dad loving an alcoholic? Family. No, I your, did. Your yeah. your post on Facebook. Uh, was hilarious two days ago. I know you've done similar ones in the past, yeah. but you were just saying like how you your parent you had a loving too family, loving and too you loving. could have been a rapper. And you I could have been, been anything else, an A list comic. But I, you had a, you had a loving family, a hundred percent, right? A hundred percent, half Persian, half, uh, half African American. Yeah. Yeah. The com- it's fun to watch you because uh, you are more Persian than I am. 
and I'm 100% Persian, but you know better Farsi. You talk to, I've seen you at shows where there's Iranians here. It's like a whole nother world for those of you in Chicago and elsewhere that don't understand the Persian community here in LA. It's deep. And you're like invested in it and you're in, you're entrenched in it. I'm, I'm, it's interesting. I'm, I'm way more Persian than you are and I'm way way more black than you are. Yeah. So it comes to play. I mean, (laughs) I have zero. Sure. I I know you have zero blackness. So technically any 0.1% makes it infinitely, (laughs) but, but the concept is I am very much just me and people it's interesting because a lot of Persian people be like, oh, my God, it's funny how black you are. And then black people be like, oh, my God, how funny how Persian you are. And I'm just like, has it ever occurred to you that I'm just both? Right. That I'm just me and this is how. Very. Yeah. No, it makes 100 percent sense. Have you do you want to get married and have kids? Is that I would listen getting married and having kids. It's not that I want to or don't want to. If that's if that's in the cards for me, I would love for that to happen. I think it's great. I, I love look Will Smith and Jada. Honestly, if they broke up, I'd be way more devastated than if my parents got divorced. Like they mean more to me than any other relationship. It's amazing. Do I think President Obama becomes President Obama without Michelle? I don't think so. I think there are a lot of times Certain where people those yeah. partnerships are amazing. But he also had, and and it, it, you make a good point. He also had a broken family, so it's a little different. Where you and I came from a family where our, our parents are still together, still together, loving family, and. Uh, and someone like Barack or someone who's successful, they need that other half because they didn't have that that full love that, you know, if you read his book, you know, he was looking for his father, essentially. And, and he found and her. He found, he found, found Michelle. him Michelle. Well, Michelle's family, if you yeah. think about it, he's, he the, he was basically brought in by their family. Yeah, Chicago. I don't need anything. I have too much. Actually, you have some of mine. <laughs> Do your parents give you shit for not being married? You know, no. My parents are actually supportive. very good about that. They've always been pretty good about it. They would, they would love for me to get married. They would love for it. I know it. But they've always been good and accepting of me and my life and my lifestyle right. and my choices. They've been very supportive as much as they could be. They don't understand everything, so they don't know how to help or they don't know how they can be supportive. But my dad's definitely the guy who'll be like, Ted on, I'm here with the guy who does the news. Talk to him. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah. for what? You know? What are you going to say, dad? Yeah. yeah, but he's he tries. Have they? Did they try to to try to set you up or anything? No, Have, no, no, no. They don't even do that. No, definitely they did when you were that. younger, though. For no, sure. No, definitely never, never did that. Never. Like, here's the thing. I come in a family where my siblings are all in these monogamous relationships are for you the long youngest? periods of time. I'm the oldest. Okay. And so they are, and I'm. I've just never been, and my parents have just always been accepted it. They've just understood. They've learned early early on to just let me be me and that would help me in a relationship is if i met someone who knew how to just let me be me yeah i mean there is people that would do that but the question is you are not you don't have the time to make the effort to meet somebody yeah it's difficult have you done any like you definitely don't do you do any of the dating apps or anything like that definitely never use a dating app i don't know why I, I, maybe now I'll get you a, have to maybe i'll get like addicted to, to it i don't it is I addicting mean, i find, meeting girls is not the problem Let's, I, I know that for meeting you. a girl it. is not the problem. It's meeting a girl who fits my life. And it's very difficult because I don't want to feel like I am giving them the short end of the stick, which inevitably I will be. Because like I said, it's on my time. It's 
when when I'm not working, I don't want to go out. I want to just stay at home. But those are the type of people that you can meet. See, that's why I, I don't think I agree with you. You don't need to go on the apps. But the one thing that the apps do provide, especially the ones that give you all the information, like Hinge is a big one. You know everything about that person. And you're like, okay, this is a red flag because she's going to be pissed off that I don't talk to her. But what I've been doing, and we had a guest on. You're on the apps? I am on the apps, but I also am not active on it because I'll go four days without time. If a girl, so here's an example. A girl, I don't respond for four days because I'm in L.A. or I don't really pay attention. Some girls are like, go fuck yourself. You don't even give a shit. I'm like, okay, well, you would never last in our relationship. Exactly. But on the other hand, if there's other people who are just as busy as you or they can put you I in their book. You're awesome. And what I found, there was a, a, a guest we had on who said, I don't go out with women in their 30s who don't have kids because they have a schedule that they want to get married and have kids. I've been dating women who have a kid or have kids because their priority is their kid or women who have their careers who are very career driven. And then you kind of fit in because they also have that passion. Yours would be comedy. Theirs is their kids or their career or both. And you don't have to feel like you're answering to anyone. Be like, hey, I'm going to be done at my show at 1130. You want to go get food or go watch Netflix? I definitely agree with that. I always say, because look, when it comes to entertainment, we work. We just don't work like you. We don't work like you do, but we do work. Absolutely. So while you get to have the luxury of going to work, like if you have a nine to five, you clock in at nine, you leave at five. When you start your day. Before 9 o'clock, you're not really thinking about work. And after 5 o'clock, you're not really thinking about work. I don't get to do that. I'm thinking about this all the time. Right. It's as if I own... Promoting, doing the shows, writing. I own a restaurant, except I'm the cashier. I'm the drive through person. I'm the janitor. I'm the manager. I'm the cook. I'm the chef. I'm the everything. I'm the only employee in this big business that I have. So I'm thinking about it all the time. Now, the reason I say that is it's hard for a girl... When you meet a girl and she isn't as busy as you are because she's wondering what you're doing. And a lot of times, a lot of things that we do doesn't look like work. Right. Being at a show, they'll be like, oh, okay, I want to come to your show. Yeah, but I don't want you to come to every single show. Right. Because it breaks the the concept of what I'm creating. Right. right? Uh, oh, I don't understand. Why, what are you doing now? I, I'm writing. Okay, can I just come? No, because I'm writing. I'm right. in a zone. Like, why didn't you text me back? Because I was creating. You're in a zone. It's oh, you're at for- a party. No, this is working. It's a form of work. I'm, I'm networking. I'm showing. I'm creating or just perpetuating my brand. I, it's, I know what it looks like, but it's not. It's all relative. It's all related to what you're doing. Just what like are- downstairs right now, Crystalia Crushed. There's there were everybody in the audience was laughing. Mm-hmm. I didn't laugh once. And this girl who was standing next to me was like, Oh, don't you think he's funny? I was like, Yeah, I think he's very funny. We just don't find looking at or reacted at the same way. I'm looking at what he's doing differently than you are. We're analyzing the jokes. I was the same way hundred percent Bill Burr was on before and all I was doing was like, Oh wow, I know what he's gonna do there. And then you think he, yeah, it's just we're just we don't enjoy comedy on the same level as we don't enjoy comedy. I mean, we're we're studying it. I, I, I'm being very real. No, you're right. It's different. To I'm watch lear- it. I'm learning. I'm watching. I'm taking notes. I'm also going. I'm going things like I'm like shit. Now I can't say something about this, yeah. even though it's similar. Oh shit! He just did a joke that's similar to mine, but his is way funnier. So yeah. and he's way more famous. So now I can't talk about that. 
we're going, oh, why didn't I think of that? That's yeah. the worst one is like, it, I don't laugh. I go, shit, why didn't I think of that? Yeah. I should have thought of that. That's a, uh, yeah, that happens a lot, especially, yeah, that, that's why I don't watch specials because it just, last, I, I did watch the Chappelle special now and I was like, this is amazing. But the last time I watched the special, I was so depressed after that. I'm like, what am I doing? I just, it was yeah. right after I quit my job. I'm like, what am I doing? I'm never going to be what this guy, it was a John Mulaney special. But then I watched a Jim Jeffries special. I'm like, oh, I could do this. And I don't not know. To Jim Jeffries is really, really good. Funny. That actually I like happened him. to me once. I was here and... Um, he's really funny, by the way. I wasn't shitting on him, but I was like, okay. It's oh, a different yeah. level. He, he's very funny. He's very funny. Um, I mean, that happens to me here at the Laugh Factory all the time where you just watch someone go up and just kill it. Yeah. Like, so realistically, just kill it. Whitney Cummings did that to me once. Oh, yeah. She went She's up great. on my show, and she did something so f- phenomenal. And the reaction was so amazing that I was like, and I'm doing the same thing she's doing? Yeah. It's a different level. But you know what? There's a there's an audience for what you're doing, and there's an audience for her. Just as there's a woman for you that's, like, going to fit this puzzle that you're in and you have and the thing is that's why i'm not pushing for the ass but yeah there, thank goodness i'm a guy i can just get richer <laughs> oh my gosh but no i mean there it, there are people who will respect your 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 hustle they'll understand it and what i've been pushing on the podcast is comedians obviously i don't think comedians should date other comedians have you ever done tried that or dated another comedian yeah i mean crystalia is cute not really my type <laughs> Dane is cute, not really my type. But I'm just saying, because I always say don't do it. You don't shit where you Amy work. Schumer. Would I date a comedian? I would date Amy Schumer. I don't even like her, but she's rich. Like, I need, I would date <laughs> Bill Gates. Sugar like, mama. listen, I would date a sugar daddy. Steve Jobs' corpse, bro. Like, at this point. But no, you, I mean, and I'm doing well. Like compared to yeah. most comedians, I'm, I'm in that 95 percentile. Well. It's crazy how how hard it is to make a living as a comedian so the fact that i'm making a living like a very good living but you're comedian. treating comedy as a, it's almost like a corporate structure i've seen what you do and the the tips that you've given me over the years are like subtle like you told me years ago you're like when you get your merch send it to the place and i was like holy shit that's such a fucking smart thing and like yeah but i've seen comedians do, like that don't know something like that. dragging their stuff i'm always like you have merch, just get it made Ship in it. the place you're going. Yeah. Or the city you're in. I mean, like subtle things like that is why you're successful because it's also you have- why I'm single. Because I'm <laughs> so busy I'm so busy focused on this stuff, trying to make it. And you see that happen time and time again. Everyone always looks at Will Smith and Jada and forget that Will Smith had a whole other family, had a wife and a kid named Trey. I didn't the know song that. Just the Two of Us is not about Jaden. It is about Trey, his thirty year old son. Who no one ever talks about. I didn't know he was. He had a wife before Jada. Yes, I didn't know this. He was married right before he went on Fresh Prince, and she just, you know, it was just a lot going on. It didn't work out. It happens. Well, he was young, and he got married at the wrong time. And another thing is when you know sometimes you're in a relationship, and especially in entertainment business, blah blah blah, you can't pronounce your relationship in public all the time it it doesn't It'll affect your even someone a hundred percent even someone like j cole hit the fact that he was married until one of his boys let it slip and then his numbers went down declined 
Yes. Look at look at uh, Ricky Martin who had to hide the fact that he was uh, he was gay. A lot of well, the gay the gay aspect is a lot different. But because it for some reason the, people take it they take it very personal when artists are gay. But if he was in a gay relationship, he would lose his gay fans. Yeah, you know sexuality. It would just people. It's a different it's, level. It's, I, I know it's what you so, mean. It's a, it's a fine line. It's so tough. So you need to find a Jada, but that's already established. I, I don't has know. Money. I need to find. Yeah, that's my goal. Because I, I would, if I've dated Oprah, well, game what if over. you just date a musician? See, they, they've got the creative. They've got the hustle. You've got a, is there a, a successful musician out there that has a kid that doesn't want to get married. Barbara Streisand. If I dated Barbara Streisand, are you attracted to her? Do I you don't need know, to be? but she's very rich too. <laughs> she's a, she's a under the radar rich. You're talking about all this like mo- you have money. I, I know do. you do. I do. I do. I have money, and it's not so like you I'm don't being need serious. That. I, I, I would you- like a partner that would understand what I'm going through, what I'm doing, that would know little things but that's just me being selfish and that's the problem is that i'm stuck in this selfish mode because everything i do is for self that is the concept of celebrity. you're in la this whole fucking town is selfish you can you a can lot find, more selfish than other places yes. so you have this whole area you can find someone who has that self selfishness that uh also understands the hustle that also is independent sure. that has other priorities but then you can just be coefficient. But they're and on their own a- hustle, and they're going to find their own Steve Jobs <laughs> and Bill Gates, and they and that happens too. It but you happens. Can fi- but you can. You're not the type that's going to be pissed at her if you're like, "Hey, I just want to hang out." Because you're you said you're your own bay, so you have your own bay as your backup plan, which is you. But then also you can find this woman who's like a successful musician who has a kid. Who uh, who who has the creative side? Why do I need her to have a kid? I don't know why. Because well, then, her to then, have a then kid. you don't have to worry about uh, She's wasting busy her when time. She has a kid. Well, no, because they're on. They have a they have a biological clock. Women have a biological biological clock. So you can't unless they're older already. That's another thing. I mean, it's just it's tough. I I don't know unless you want to have kids. That's why so many celebrities have such failed relationships. Honestly, it's, yeah, people don't realize that people don't realize it's it's when it comes to that kind of stuff. It's tough. Now, on the flip side, if you're into that, like girls and sleeping around and all that stuff, which I'm also not into, then it's great because there is a lot of that that's available, especially in that phase where I'm still at the young phase. Yeah. Well, you're, you're even in the older phase, it's still there, but it's just not. What is it? So you don't have any like that's a thing. You don't have any vices in the sense that you don't have any. You don't have, you know, guys have a, you're either a drunker or drugs or pussy like you're you don't have any of those. Those vices. are not my vices. So, I have vices like hustling car, cars and, <laughs> and actually, no, people no. always think I like cars. No, I like good deals. So when I get a car <laughs> that's of, of Very great Persian, value. Yes. And it's a nice car. I purchase it, and then before it uh, before it goes down in value, before it devalues, I sell it. And you make a profit, I, or, I, or at least I break even, break even. So I don't actually pay for cars. I just so keep. what is your what you need? Like what any woman when I'm looking to date someone, if they don't have a vice or two, I get scared. I what eat a you? lot of candy. Okay. I don't know. I like to that's a vice. Chill at home and just watch 
house. <laughs> like, I don't really like doing things. I do things a lot. I yeah. don't like to do them. But you ha- what are you, so you, do you drink a lot of coffee then? No, you never don't drink even, coffee. You don't even drink Actually, coffee. Actually, I've maybe drank coffee less than five times my entire life. How do you have the energy to like go through a day if you don't have caffeine or? I just naturally do it. I don't. I don't never. Like very, I've had, once again, Red Bull, coffee, all under five times, tea. I've had tea, but I just, I'm not an avid tea drinker. So I might have tea in a year. I might have tea like three times a year. So you don't, so. And I don't even drink, I drink, even the soft drinks I drink, I've, like Sprite has no caffeine. It doesn't. And that's the one that I like. I don't know. It's not, I wouldn't, I would drink the other ones. It's just, I like Sprite. I, I, think, I like junk food. Are you the only one in your family that's like this? Is do your do your siblings drink or, or smoke? They do, or, they do, they do. Your parents drinking? They don't smoke cigarettes. No one in my family really smokes cigarettes. Did your parents drink or no? No, not really. Just you know, at parties, no, no. Yeah, nothing. Yeah. Not no, not really. But you didn't even do that. No, no. So my what dad I, might have a beer, something. What, did, what were you like in high school then? Were you dating girls or were you like... No, a, I didn't date in high school. I was too were cool trying to, date. to Oh, you're no, too cool? No, I was the cool kid. So in high school, I was just so cool. And I, you know, another part of it is I was raised around... There was... I was raised around a group of girls and these girls were like the popular good looking girls. So I was in this... You're friends with them. The best friend. Like I was the guy that was around. I was a little younger and they were like the hot girls. And even to this day, they actually, some of them are famous. Some okay. of them are known. So I was the, I was the, and I was just around it so much. And I was so cool in school. I was too cool to date a girl because I liked that all the girls liked me. So I didn't need, I didn't want to pick one because I knew it would alienate the other ones. But what about with other guys? Weren't they jealous or wouldn't they try to beat you up and shit? No, I, I mean, I got into a fights in high school but mostly because of basketball and because I have a big mouth. I can see that. But not over not with not over girls so much. But you were like still like in the cool crowd where you got invited to the parties, you just yes. didn't drink? Or your school. I didn't drink. I didn't nothing. But you were the jock? Well No I was more than just a jock. I wasn't even just a jockey guy. I was just cool. I was I my I was academically I did very well. Yeah. I was valedictorian. I mean I you was were just valedictorian. A cool. I was. So I was just the cool kid. I was Are just you sure cool. like you weren't the nerd? You didn't know this? Uh, no. Because no. you were valedictorian. People actually got surprised when they found out that I was doing well in school and going into eleventh grade. So eleventh grade we took our SATs and I almost got a perfect score and Holy they announced shit. it and people were like, What? That's no, Tehran. Wrong kid. He's so he's cool. But they didn't realize like I had a lot of nerd tendencies like i liked studying and i liked and i was on reading like our it's academic team and they didn't know that and then they found that out and then that just became the norm too listen you know i'm a lawyer i talk about it often but when i have legal questions or i have legal issues that i'm facing i go to my friend scott shapiro so if you've been injured on the job um, a need compensation, you might be entitled to money that you don't even know about. And, and that holds true for workers' compensation, personal injury, all that stuff. Um, my friend Scott Shapiro has been helping injured workers and doing entertainment law for almost 20 years now. You need to contact him, 312-648-8800, or email him at scott at com. 
He is legitimately one of the best people and best lawyers I know. Um, if you call him, you tell him Singles Only sent you or I sent you, it's a free consultation. Granted, it's a free consultation anyway, probably, but boom, just, just throw my name so I can uh, stay in business here. Um, he is a full-service law firm in addition to workers' compensation cases, work injuries. He handles litigation. He handles all your legal needs for entertainment law. So those of you who are entertainers out there have legal questions. He's your guy. Again, free consultation. Don't take a chance and not get a lawyer. 312-648-8800 or check out his website, scottshapirolegal.com. You set a trend even back then. Everyone was, was wearing like, Tehran hats. Cool. I was wearing Tehran hats back then, though. Really? Yeah. I've been wearing rocking Tehran <laughs> hats and bathrobes since I was... <laughs> since the SATs, actually. That's, that's, that's where, where the bathrobe came from. The image was created. Well, that's... Okay, so let me... He, just so people know, Tehran does shows in like his I wear bathrobes. bathrobes. I go out in bathrobes. Yeah. I usually just wear a bathrobe and slippers and, you know... But you know, do you go to clubs? You're, yes. Okay. After yes. shows? Yes. How do you have time for that? I mean, after because it's after the show and it's still kind of part of the... Networking. Getting people. How do you think I fill up get these all the clubs? People. Yeah, yeah. Why do you think there's so many good-looking girls in my shows? Yeah, I get it. That's the concept, right? So so you bathrobes. I, so I went to take my SAT and one of the big things about the SAT was dress comfortably. So <laughs> I wore a bathrobe and when I was going in, they tried to not let me take my SAT, the the little administrator person was like, and I was like, what do you mean? And they're like, it's inappropriate. And I was like, I don't understand. You weren't naked under it. Exactly. I was like, I don't understand. And they're like, well, you can't wear a house coat here. And I was like, the only reason you think it's a house coat is because someone told you it's called a house coat. Like it's just a regular coat. Yeah. Like you can't wear this. So I was like, so if I take this off, I can wear it. I can go in. Yes. So if I'm less clothed than I am now, that's more acceptable than me being more clothed. Do you even That's understand? A legal analysis in you already and then, started. Exactly. And then they brought they brought the principal and a subschool principal, and they both were like, we just need him to take the SAT. Yeah, let him just go. Exactly. And then once I I took it, of course, and then a couple months later the results came back and I almost got a perfect score. That that's when everyone changed. But at that point I was wearing the bathrobe to class. I was wearing the bathrobe to practice. Just to like yeah. stick it to them. The only day that I didn't is because during for game days you had to wear a suit. All the kids had all the yeah. team players had to wear a suit, but I was wearing a bathrobe to just as much Did as you many do the as I could. Were you involved in the arts at all too back then? Like No. Yeah, see, I didn't. I wish. Do you regret not having that? No, I, I do. I wish. Like, I, I wish you would have been in theater or something. I, no, I wanted to play music. Like in. Oh in, yeah, I wish I played an instrument. I played at a later. Much higher yeah. level. I played. I started in college, but I was like, I didn't want to get the, uh, the the like the backlash of being like my friends making fun a of me. A band kid? I, yeah. I never cared about people making fun of me. Like, yeah. ever since I was a kid, I just never cared about it. Yeah. And I guess that's why it just never really happened. So, so you said you had a relationship for three and a half years. When was that then? That was college. in college? That was in okay. college. But she put up with a lot because at that point I was throwing parties in D.C. And she just... Oh, I forgot you were a D.C. kid. Too. Yeah, yeah, she had to deal with a lot of stuff. Like, nothing. It's not like I... Not infidelity. But as much as close to infidelity as you can get without actually sleeping with like another girl. 
Really? I don't even know what that means. I mean, I'll tell you one time. I'll never forget. So, are you still friends with this person or no? Yes. Okay. And yes, she's and married with kids and she's shit. married and has a kid. Exactly. Yeah. So yes and no in that term, right? But yes, like as soon as we see each other, it's always love because she was. So amazing. what was the what what was the example? Here? So one time, so we had this uh like public space where everyone came to eat and everything. I was sitting in there and some girl was giving me a massage on my back and a girl was sitting on my lap. And she what walked the in. Fuck is going she on? walked in and just looked at me and was like, I'm gonna turn around and when I turn back, they need to not be there. And so they were like they like froze and she turned around and they were like, What what should we do? And I was like, You need to not be here. <laughs> Did you not hear what yeah. she just said? <laughs> like you need to just not be here. I don't know what you where you should go, but here is where you should it's a not bad time. go. Yeah. yeah. Like, but she she took it she took it like a champ like she she how did that relationship end that she, relationship actually she, ended that relationship actually ended specifically because of a person who was a i don't even they weren't even my friend they were my friend's friend and so they actually are the specific reason it ended so what happened was what happened was so that person made it seem created a compelling story in which I was cheating and then she believed him even of though course. it wasn't accurate and it not only was it not accurate later she figured she found out that it was not accurate but after that it was done for me I was just like the fact the that she believed issue. this person yeah. because she investigated and found out it was not true and then did she apologize? She did. She did. But you did. You were already out. It, I, it wasn't that. It's just the relationship was. It was at already that point, fizzling. Probably. Yeah. No, it wasn't actually. That actually, caused it. That this was other guy? the concept was when that happened. Yeah. When that happened, it became a decision. And to me, it's like I could have married this person, except my life would have just ended somewhere else. Yeah. I would have been. I would have just been in D.C. right now. Very lobbyist. Hi, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what I would have been. Your life changed. All that shit changed been, over that. Exactly. I would have been with her in this. And so I'm, I, because of this guy, there was a conversation. And then the conversation came up because of this. It was like either we're going to get back together and this will never happen again or we're not. Right. And because of that, it caused a conversation in which I was like, no, this is what I really wanted out of life. Yeah. I want I want to And it worked out for both of you because you like did comedy and now she's running for president. Hopefully. Kamala Harris. I'm so proud that you did. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully it worked out. It definitely worked out for her. She definitely married Kamala a great Harris. guy. <laughs> she was a great girl and they have a great child and a great life. So Are you gonna vote for her out. in the primary? Who Kamala, <laughs> Kamala Harris, yeah. Is that who it was? No. <laughs> I wish. Funny. Then you'd see all the pictures. Like you That's see. who you need to I know. Boo up boy. I know. Yo, Kamala's my boo. Something. Well, I, I don't know how you do it, but I, it sounds like it's working. Um, but uh, we'll see. I mean, I also don't want to be the lone person. I'm gonna tell you something. Don't you? All, here's the thing I have, and yeah. you know, you and I are in, in that situation. I, I'm the only one in my group of friends who's not married. Who doesn't yeah, hundred percent. I'm, I'm with I'm also, you in a way. I have a couple that aren't. But but you're but I, I can't. I'm also at the level, and you probably have the same problem too, where you know comics go out and they want to get drunk and, and do all this shit and I can't really hang out with them either so like I don't like hanging out with comics period so it doesn't well, I'm matter. in this weird spot where it's like okay that's why I like going out on dates with women and I'm not I'm like you said I'm not like trying to get laid or anything like that but you want to make a connection and you want to like do things with other people sometimes I don't even want to do 
go out on yeah. dates. And no, I don't want to do stuff with other people. So it's like that's I'm true. In a, You're may, you might be more lone than I. I and he, lone wolf. I saw. I tore my ACL last year, and I had the surgery at the beginning of the yeah, year. Yeah, you don't have someone to take care of you. Well, that's the thing. I did actually. Thankfully, I had a lot of people. Comedian Mateen Stewart to carry. No, I mean, I would, that's my buddy. But no, I actually I had people you know who were there. Sure. that took care of me, family and non-family alike. All who were females in my life that were taking that were sure. helping me. But I was when I was in the hospital. Uh, and I came back, Ron G actually pulled me aside and was like, he he saw something at a hospital. And he was like, I saw this old like old guy who was like hitting on the nurse. I was like, hey, girl, what's up? And one of those. And then he explained to me that that old guy then was by himself. There was no one there yeah. to help him. And he was like, he doesn't want to be that person. And, he, and Ron got married. Ron G got married. And I was like, wow, that hit home because I had just come home from the hospital. But I was lucky enough to have people in my life. But Right now. Exactly. Like now, it's not. So that's going to be you, the old guy, in 10 years? I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a thought. It's a sobering yeah. thought for someone who's always sober. That's a thing that I, you know, that's something I worry about too. But I also have an uncle who's, who's single. He just turned 60 and he's the happiest person I know. Legit. You look at him. He look. I have. I took a picture with him for his birthday, and uh, people are like, "Who's that?" I'm like, "That's my uncle. He's 60 years old." She. She looks great. Yeah. He looks great. He huh? looks great. He looks young because he's never been married. He's just a. He's a soul wolf. You know. He just enjoys his life. Yeah. I mean. But he also but also I, is in relationships. I would like to get married. So. Yeah. He might not like it. I actually think marriages are like. I don't. When I say I'd like to get married, I'd like to have someone. I don't know if I'd even necessarily ever get married. I love the whole Timothy the concept. Burton and Helena Bonham Carter lived in houses right next to each other when they were married. I like that kind of separation. Separate like I equal. like that. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> exactly. This is this is I like Plessy versus Ferguson. Plessy versus Ferguson. Right? That's Plessy, what I like. Separate but equal. Exactly. Uh, no, I don't want that on record. Uh, no, no. <laughs> Brown v. Board. Brown v. Board. But we're the talking about is, houses, not people. Right? Yeah, the analogy of I, I like having my own space, but I like having someone who is in my space every now and then as well. And I, I don't just mean sexually. I would like that. And I'd like to have kids. I really would like to have kids. I don't know if I'd like to raise kids, but I'd like to have kids. Yeah. And all that comes within that, under that banner. So it's just like, but what do you do? But I also want to be successful. I think, I think you got to do those, those, even that Raya app, you can do one of those where it's, you're going to meet other people in the industry and whatnot. Yeah. Raya is, those girls are looking for, to date Trey yeah. songs. They're not trying to date you. Most, right. Most of them, I agree with you, but there are times where you're like, you'll find people on there, uh, who had established career. They're on their way down, for example, and you get matched up with them and you're like, oh, okay. I, I remember what you, when you were on, you know, Baywatch, background you, girl you went on a four. date with no no no. no 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 i'm saying like those are the type of people that understand your hustle they might be out of the game now but they also um you know have their own priorities in their life whether it's their child or their new career as a yoga instructor or whatever i mean i just oh, but I the thing know. is that's different about those apps is you don't have to wait you all the information is it's like doing a background check right there in front of you if they're assuming you get enough information whereas these women you're meeting at shows or that are DMing you on Instagram you don't you got to it's I mean I do just the, I don't I don't I I like the natural aspect of it but maybe yeah. that's just old fashioned it's thinking It's old school man it's not there anymore 
I, I did too, but I have to figure it out. And and, and I really do. To be fair, I I've the last relationships I've had, I've met in in real life too instead of the apps. But you never know. Really? Yeah, I've done both. But I the I do the last girls I've dated more recently that aren't successful but were good relationships were on the apps. Well, I, I have nothing against the apps for people who use the apps. Yeah. I just I don't go on the apps right. and i think i might get addicted where i'd be like so and also it costs a lot to go out on dates time money i mean i just nah, not really I, I i just i'm good you got the money you got a deal on your car last time no broke even oh, no the last car i definitely made money <laughs> yeah definitely made money this car i'm probably gonna break even because i i love this car that's a that nice I car i saw it. i i used to go through cars like every three months people are like where are you i'm like i'm just you it's a side hustle it's it's just a lifestyle i get it yeah so that's why i just need i don't know i just need the right girl in my life i guess that's what it's I like need. a it's car like the right girl no it's not it, like a car. i mean you say that but that's why guys name their cars after girls names the yeah. guys who do that i've never met someone who actually does that but there are people no it's you need movies. the right fit and i and i I'm exactly gonna, i think you're gonna find it and but, i don't want them to feel neglected or disrespected or any of these things that's that's the thing and i don't want to just waste a girl's time that's what this is so that's my biggest fear was not wasting people's time and that's why i bring up the fact if they've got the career or if they've already had a kid they don't you don't have to feel like this pressure that they're look they're looking to 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 boo up they want to get married they want to have kids they've already had that kid and that's and I like dating women who've had a kid or have already had kids because they're like already, they've had the best of both worlds. They've yeah, seen marriage. now you have to be in this kid's life. I'm just like, ah. I never get to that level. <laughs> See, usually that's get rid why. Of me. You're emotionally unavailable too. Yeah, that's true. That's what I hear. Well, we're, we're out of time. Speaking of unavailable, we went well over time. Tehran, where can people find out more about you? Well, find me on social media at I am Tehran, I-A-M-T-E-H-R-A-N. My first name is like the capital of Iran, so that's always great at TSA. Also, you can find me at the Laugh Factory every Monday and Thursday at 10 p.m. That's every single week, every Monday, every Thursday, 10 p.m. Come to the Laugh Factory. Paul's on the show whenever Laugh he's Factory in Factory Hollywood, yeah. He'll, he'll be on the show this week again. Tomorrow, yeah. <laughs> so it's the thing. So that's the place to be. But oh, And find me on these apps that Paul keeps he's gonna pushing be on. on. He's going to be I'm on. I'm going to be on Raya and Maya and Kaya and Hinge and Unhinged slide. and all that. Don't go on Unhinged. You don't want to go on that one. Thanks, Saron. Seriously, I appreciate you finally. Those are the, the girls that have the best sex, just to let you know. That's true, on. but that's a whole nother level, and now we're going to get canceled. Hashtag canceled. Thank you all for listening to another edition of Singles Only Podcast.